0: From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked on Chiefs podcast. Welcome back to Locked on Chiefs. This is a fun day because the second section of the Chiefs offseason OTA schedule did begin today. And we don't have a ton of information, but we hear a couple of things. We're going to get into that a little bit with Matt Derrick from Chiefs Digest and KC Sports Network. He's going to be joining me here in a little bit. But got to tell you, you got to check out Peacock and Williamson. They're over on their own feed and their own channel here I think you guys are going to dig that. What used to be the locked on NFL is now Peacock and Williamson all day, every day. I think you guys will really like that. Check out locked on NFL as well. I'm over there on Thursdays in particular, and you can always find us here on locked on chiefs. Matt, Derrick, like I said, is going to join us. We're going to go into a couple of position groups that are really important, but this is, this is what I want to say about a lot of hubbub being made about Patrick uh, and Kelsey. And I think, I was surprised, and Matt will tell you here in a minute, another person who made the trip for uh, a, couple, a day of practice. They, they practiced one day last week, and then they kind of cut town. Uh, they had a fundraiser Patrick was throwing uh, on the Big Island, I believe. Maybe, I'm not sure. Uh, I think it was the Big Island, though. Uh, golf tournament over in Hawaii. It's for his 15 and Mahomes foundation, and so that was important to him. And he had the support of Travis Kelsey. Travis went with him. Um, obviously, you saw on social media some uh, some of the images they were able to take. It looks like a nice time to be in Hawaii for all my friends out there. Uh, mahalo for being friendly and uh, offering up to the mainlanders your hospitality. It's always fun uh, to visit the islands, and certainly I can't blame them for it. Here's the big thing. I, a lot of hubbub being made about it, and I don't think it's a big deal because at the end of the day, uh, Travis Kelsey's over 30, <laughs> like, You can give him a little time off in OTAs. This is not a a prescient time for Travis Kelsey to increase his skill set or really do anything that's going to take him above and beyond. What he's been training for this offseason on his own has been more important in terms of just running a couple patterns. More importantly, the big toe of Patrick Mahomes is is at the epicenter. Uh, Didn't expect him to be out there in the first week, to tell you the truth, and then He actually took snaps and he actually did some short drops. I mean, he wasn't doing his, you know, 12 yard drop out of the back of the pocket and try to boom it downfield, but he was doing three, five step drops. And I thought that looked pretty good from what I saw. That's a positive sign. I don't think there's any reason to kind of push it and and overdo it in any way. So um, the fact that it was a day of practice and then he kind of like went and had a little bit more rest time. I think that's perfectly fine because again, ahead of schedule is one thing. Pushing that and taking advantage of that might be a little bit too far. You don't want to stress out that zone. You don't want to put Patrick in a position where uh, he's pushing himself farther than he needs to go in order to try to get uh, what is, quite frankly, um, not essential work done right now. This is installed. This is for teaching for the vast majority of the roster. Patrick isn't one of those people that needs to have this. Yes, he needs to build camaraderie with his uh, pass catchers, etc., learn his line a little bit. But that can be done. And what we're going to see this week, I think, will be a little bit more step up. We'll see how that snap count comes out. But I do expect to see a little bit more. We might see a change. I'll talk to Matt about uh, Laurent Duvernay-Tardif, who didn't make it out to practice last week. Kyle Long took snaps. Um, You saw Niang with the second team. You saw some other guys changing in and out. Creed Humphrey, a lot of first-team snaps in the first three-day session of OTAs. I expect that to continue, particularly for Humphrey. Um, I, I think that's going to be end up being very important for him. Not the end of the world for anything else. So let's see if they start to twist it, see if they swap some guys in and out of the lineup. I think that is certainly something we've seen in the past and makes sense of trying to like pick and feel your way through who's going to be where when it comes to camp. Camp we don't know about yet, and we'll let you guys know as soon as we have an answer about uh, where camp's going to be, if the fans are going to be there, what the timing is going to be, all those nine yards we will make sure to fill out for you. It's it's not a done deal, but I do think that it's going to happen. Um, that said, that's the point where you want to start really getting your reps in. That's when you want everybody hitting on all cylinders. So right now, the, the evaluation process, I think, is just fine. Don't be concerned about anything. I think it's all going to work out. But got to get Matt's perspective because Matt gets to go see these practices uh, at least once a week. I don't know if they're all open, but I don't get to see them. So we have to get from the bird's eye view – and that is our Matt Derrick. So we're going to get to him coming up next. We've been telling you about Bilt Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all the bars. And we recognize it's been hard to keep up with the brackets and all the new flavors. But let's remember, when it all comes said and done, there are a couple things that really stand out, like cookies and cream with 17 grams of protein at 130 calories or Almond Coconut, which is one of my favorites still. And you can get a serious discount over at BuiltBar.com by using the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 50% off your next order. That's the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. The chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics versus us do-it-yourselfers, but RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody, and they're reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing their prices. Based on whims like the airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require a membership or an account login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend twice the money for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Well, folks, it is hard to believe that it is June already, but with the changing of the seasons comes the changing of things at Arrowhead. And that's when Matt has to tell us what's going on out there in that little tiny parking lot that oversees the little tiny practice field that is the source of everyone's focus right now. Matt, Derek, Casey, Sports Network and Chiefs Digest. How are you, Matt? I'm doing pretty well. We don't even get to park in the parking lot most days. We get to park in the street most days. I was trying to be optimistic, (laughs) but okay. But it is a very, very tiny parking lot. It is. And it surprises people, like, how little there is from the outside there. I guess the fields are regulation size, and there's two
1: of them, but one never gets used, right? They got two fields. They use them both for those grass fields, and they had a third turf field that was installed there. They recently took out, and I'm told they're actually putting in a third turf field. Oh, okay. We'll see if they actually are a third grass field, excuse me, rather, replacing the turf field. So. We'll see if they ever actually use that one now.
0: I was wondering. I mean, that's pretty much just for uh, Colquitt, Bucker, and Winchester to
1: hang out on, right? The turf field had only ever been used since that I know of for storing equipment and turf. for when they let the, you know, the the the, the peewee teams come in and play nice. because they were they wouldn't let them play on the grass. They had to go play on the turf. Yeah. Got to have that field in good shape for them. Exactly. Place. Man. Okay. Well, despite the trouble
0: getting into the parking lot to tell us what's going on there, You're one of the few that gets to see what's going on. And I know it's not a lot this time of year. That's okay. It's like basically once a week. And uh, I want to backtrack a little bit, a couple of days. No one really made a big deal about it, but it's tough to schedule things in the off season. And clearly, when you have a foundation and you're trying to make a
1: splash, Hawaii apparently is the spot to throw a golf tournament, right? And uh, especially a good destination for some of your teammates if they want a couple of days off and to join you. Yeah. (laughs) i mean it's good if you're pm 15 or you know a veteran of 30 years old that can
0: just say hey i'm gonna take it easy the rest of the week and go play golf but um that said i think that all is a preamble you don't want to overtax him patrick's and his toe at this point in the season so he did practice once last week so that despite the golf you know whatever that journey was called um it seems like a little bit ahead of schedule and that's kind of where i want to focus like what does that tell you about, A, his, his training seems to be up to par, but they have to take this really slow in the OTA sessions, right?
1: Yeah, and, and that's probably one of the reasons why they were willing and able to, to let Mahomes be a bit of a full go, knowing that he was going to have a couple of days off here and there. And, you know, and, and two, I mean, and just a glimpse into the OTAs. I mean, it, it's serious, don't get me wrong, but, you know, OTAs and the regular season practice, not the same thing. Yeah. I mean, during OTAs, there's plenty of times when you will see guys that, you know, take, take a day off because they got a kid that's got a, you know, dental appointment. I right. mean, you know, it's different. I mean, the, the, the things fly a little bit differently and the personal, personal excuses for OTAs is a little bit, you know, more common. Um, so Mahomes not being there, not a big deal at all. Kelsey not being there to, to join him in Hawaii, not a big deal. Kyle Long joined him out in Hawaii and he no, was there for all three days. So, you know, uh, but hey, Kelsey and Mahomes do a little promotion. Yeah, they're, they're willing to overlook that. But uh, yeah, the fact that he is a full go was not necessarily a foregone conclusion at the beginning of this whole process. The idea was that they want Mahomes to be a full go before the beginning of training camp. And mm-hmm. the fact that they consider him that now in OTAs, definitely ahead of schedule. Uh, we'll see how much that ramps up if it continues that way through the OTAs and into the, the mandatory minicamp. Uh, but right now, I think that, yeah, you got to feel pretty good about where that recovery is, at least from the clips that we've seen, the workout clips that have been posted of Mahomes. I mean, you, you don't see anything out of the ordinary. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, at this point, it looks like everything is ahead of schedule and full go. I,
0: I like that. And I hope that they maintain it that way. There's no reason to push Patrick right now. You know, training camp is training camp. Let's be fully prepared for that. But it is interesting. I didn't realize that Kyle Long was out there as well. Because what little reports we got was that Kyle was repping at right guard with the ones, and that was, you know, I don't think it was a total mystery. LDT wasn't there from the reports that I saw. You tell me if I'm wrong, but I find it interesting that you would rep for a day, get with your new quarterback, and just kind of take off for a little bit, just kind of leaving that spot open, knowing that this is a pretty healthy, it might be the most healthy competition along the offensive line. Is that right guard spot, right?
1: Yeah, it it is. I mean, there's going to be competition, I think, as, as it wears on it at right tackle as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, right guard is certainly where it's at right now. And based on what we have heard from the, the first week of OTAs, you'd have to say that Kyle Long's, it's his job right now. I mean, that's not necessarily saying that it will be mm-hmm. two weeks from now, three weeks from now beginning of August, beginning of September. But right now, he's he's got that position. And and yeah, the where is LDT is a bit of a question. I mean, the indication was that he was going to be rejoining the club. Um, certainly could have been in Kansas City. We don't know. We haven't been told officially whether he was receiving treatment or he was in the facility or he has not reported. I mean, it's been a little bit up in the air about where LDT is. So that being said, I mean, yeah, the, the fact that Kyle Long is there, and, and that Andy Reid says that he's not showing a lot of rust mm-hmm. um, certainly puts him in the in the lead position. I mean, there will absolutely be more competition. Uh, they've got a lot of guys at that right guard spot and have experience at that right guard spot. And honestly, the competition at right tackle could impact that, too, because if, if the Chiefs stick with Andy Reid's line of starting the best five players on that line, you know that if, if 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 the five best are Lucas Niang and Mike Rimmers, those two guys will play. But right now, it's apparently Mike Rimmers and Kyle Long. Okay, so it, that solves
0: part of that equation. Like, let the right guard thing sort it out. I th- I think eventually you could the top two could be LDT and Long, but that's that's probably wishful thinking at this point in terms of everybody getting back to their maximum. But Niang's the interesting question to me. You know, the first time out there and. I know there hasn't been a lot that we've been able to see, or more importantly, you've been able to see, but uh, that feels like it's it's kind of all over the place what is going to happen at right tackle.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it, there's still a lot of range of outcomes of what could happen there. I mean, I don't think there's any doubt that with the contract that Mike Rimmer signed, the uh, implication was that he was re-signing to be the right tackle. Mm-hmm. And and I think Lucas Nang is really, I mean, even though Andy Reid keeps mentioning Kyle Long as a, as a potential at that spot, I think the fact that he's getting all the reps that he's getting right now are at right guard. I think that's a pretty good sign that that's where they're most comfortable with him being at. Um, certainly gives you depth. I mean, if Kyle long ends up being your third best right tackle, then you're in a lot better position than you were a year ago. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's where I think that they're they would be much more comfortable with having Kyle long at that, that, that situation. Honestly, I mean, given his experience in right tackle his age, the last time he did play right tackle, if Kyle Long were the best right tackle on this club right now, I think that would actually be a concern for the position. So the fact okay. that he is, is, is channeling in there at right guard, I think is right now at least in line with their expectations.
0: Well, then I need to just relax, and I will try to do that.
1: <laughs> Some things are What different. I'm here for, Brian, is trying to tell you how to relax.
0: Yeah, get, get me back on the train. All right. So th- there's a number of things that we need to get into as well about what's going on this week. So we'll hit that. After this bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA college basketball and HL are going to be back in full swing and bet online even covers award shows, reality TV, all kinds of stuff, real time, updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the new scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up, head over to the website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. The promo codes locked on for bet online, your online sports book experts. So we talked about the offensive line maneuvering. That's perfectly good. Another thing, and we don't have any, as we record this, uh, they've gone through practice on Tuesday, but we, we don't have anything specific, but for me, um uh, the only thing that I questioned a little bit about last week and and from what we've heard so far this may be true right now as well is um Clyde Edwards alaire not being in camp. I would have thought that this is a good point for him given that he didn't have it last year to get in there and get a little bit more feel for the passing game. Uh I don't know if that's uh, you know by design keeping reps off of him keeping his load light for the the off season or not but um I would hope that he gets in there pretty soon because I do think that he could use a little bit more work.
1: Yeah, I mean once again, it's it is one of those things that one day of OTAs it, it, that we know of is not a big thing to get excited about because there's a lot of personal reasons why guys might not be there. So, yeah, I think you're you're definitely interested to see if Clyde edwards alaire is back with the club this week. Um certainly once you get to that mandatory mini camp, I think it's much more interesting. Uh but yeah, at this point I, I'm not too excited and would not get too excited about who is there, not there for for the minicamp this year, especially this year of all years. I mean, mm-hmm. with the Chiefs participation rates that they have, I mean, they have one of the biggest camps going on right now. I mean, these OTAs are, are more successful than for them than almost any other team in the league. So to me, yeah, I I don't think it's it's a major deal. Yeah, a second year guy. You're hoping he can be there as much as he can, but I, I think it's a wait and see exactly where he is and, and what was the reason that he wasn't there for week one.
0: That said, that'll sort itself out, I understand. But I want to talk about a DB that isn't Tyron Matthew because there's enough going on about him. But I, I find it interesting, and in one thing on the positive, one thing on the negative from what we heard uh, is going on at OTAs right now. DeAndre Baker on the sidelines. Moving around from what I understand, that I see as a positive. Problem is Juan Thornhill seems to be with him. That's almost uh, concerning for me at this point when he should be rested and relaxed from what I thought was uh, a finish of the season that we saw him progress back a little bit towards his his rookie performance. Are either of those things tracking for you?
1: Uh, DeAndre Baker does track. Uh, you know What I was hearing all along was that it wasn't necessarily that DeAndre Baker was going to be a full go for the offseason season. Um, But they certainly expected it by the beginning of training camp. And, you know, remember that fractured femur is a pretty rare injury that he suffered. So we are we're in a little bit of uncharted territory as far as what the recovery is going to be and and when they want him back. And once again, I mean, there's absolutely no urgency whatsoever to to put him on the field in here earlier than he needs to be. I mean, He's out there for stretching. Um, You know, that's that's at least even a a good sign as it is that he's out there on the field and, and watching. Um, not back getting treatment or anything of this nature, so that's a that's a good sign. Um, but once again, yeah, I, there was no expectation that DeAndre Baker was going to be out there. Um, get more worried if he's not there f- uh, on the field for the beginning of training camp. Juan Thornhill's a different question though, because you're absolutely right. I mean, um, the expectation was would be that he would absolutely be a full go; that there wouldn't be any reason to have to back him off, uh, stemming back to the ACL injury. So it certainly raises the question, is there something else? And we haven't gotten a chance yet to dig into that with the coaches as far as where the injuries are. Uh Once we got Andy Reid last week and was able to address a lot of the bigger issues, I, I think injuries will absolutely be a big question on the agenda this week with him on Thursday. So maybe we'll get a little bit more oversight and, and information into that. But yeah, I think... Of all the guys that were watching practice from the sidelines, that's the one that's the most curious to me. It's
0: also, I, I think, caution, an abundance of caution at this point is probably better. Um, I think the easing of all the, the COVID things probably makes it a little bit easier to evaluate, in my opinion. We heard that Andy got um, vaccinated in the spring, so he's good to roam around. Uh, generally, it feels like you're a little bit able to be more hands-on with some of those things. And maybe it's a biofeedback issue or or maybe whatever, you just want to be cautious, because I feel like Juan Thornhill needs to play a big role in this coming season, uh, along with Tyron. The question is, who fills in below them? Obviously, Dan Sorensen's there, and if, if he's still able to move like he has, they're going to keep him around, make him the third. I'm really interested to see Will Parks. Do you have a read on that situation?
1: Yeah, I think that's, that's really interesting, because I, I think that when the Chiefs go into some nickel situations, they've really got a lot of different ways that they could go. Uh, I mean, assuming that Juan Thornhill is healthy, but even without right now, I mean, yeah, Will Parks, I I think, can be a solution there when they want to go to a certain look. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, I think you're you're definitely going to see, you know, some traditional nickel looks as far as, you know, just an extra cornerback out there. And yeah, DeAndre Baker, Mike Hughes, I think, will definitely get into that mix eventually. Um, Bo P. Keys might be the most interesting one to watch, you know, just because we didn't get to see a lot of him last year. He was a developmental project as it was, and then not having an off season um was really tough for him so uh, he's a guy that I'm really interested to see if he can take advantage of this off season workouts, especially with the fact that you know without Bashad Breeland around anymore, everybody moves up a spot, and without DeAndre Baker. I mean, there's reps there for a guy like Keys to to take advantage and, and work his way up into that rotation. Um, but you know what? I mean, even though the Chiefs, I I, I really think of the Chiefs as as more of a four two five defense mm-hmm. because of the way that they play. Um, but you know, I, I don't think that there's going to be any shying away, even with you know, that they've got three guys that they feel comfortable with in Hitchens and with Neiman and with Willie Gay. I think you're going to see some Nick Bolton a lot more than we saw Willie Gay early in last season, because I do think that they feel some comfort with him in that base four three.
0: Yeah. I, I think that's true as well, because the the mental aspect of it, being able to see and call, I think it's way advanced from where Willie was in college as well. The interesting thing for me though, is when we go back, yes, Breland's still out there. We heard what Tyron said last week, understand that that's still an option down the line when the, when the cost comes down. But in the meantime, like you said, Hughes and Baker playing a role to me. That makes it feel like like I'm on track that it's it's Ward and Snead outside and it's Fenton the starter right now in at the nickel, right?
1: Well, and remember, we didn't see you know Traverse Ward on Thursday either. So mm. you know, with him, you know, that really meant that Snead and Fenton were your top two guys. And once again, I mean, it gives a lot more opportunities for for guys like Keys. Um, Hughes and the other guys are, are still kind of working their way into the rotation. So yeah, that cornerback position as of right now is a little bit fluid. You know, let's see what happens as, as OTAs progress. But right now there's at least a lot of opportunities for these young, untested guys and, and guys that are new to the system to get some looks and get some work. You know, when you're, because you're basically right now, I mean, at least on Thursday, they were without their top two corners from last year. So getting Fenton and getting Snead a chance to go out there and challenge, especially this time of year, you're going up against the ones on offense too. Mm-hmm. You know, Yeah, it's in shorts, but that's a good experience for those guys.
0: Yeah, especially with these guys that are running in one, two, and we'll see what happens at three. That's it for our update today. We appreciate you taking the time, Matt. Folks, check out everything at Chiefs Digest. That's where you need to find it, as well as KC Sports Network. Matt, thanks for the time. As always, Ryan. And make sure you check out the YouTube channel. We're doing video simulcast over there. You can always subscribe here. Give us those iTunes reviews. Thanks for all of your time listening today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Ryan Tracy is the founder of Rogue Analytics and the host of RGR Football on YouTube. Follow him there. Chris Clark is a senior analyst at ChiefsDigest.com where you can get his work. Rate and review at Apple Podcasts and subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. Thank you for listening.